0: folks. Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I am coming to you from the shores of California. Since we've been doing Zoom so much, so frequently, I thought, well, shoot, I don't have to stay in the studio. I can go out and take my daily walk, get my exercise for my high blood pressure and my high blood sugar, and uh, I can... uh, Enjoy this day and have you enjoy this program that we're going to be uh, broadcasting at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Sunday and 1 a.m. Monday mornings. We podcast the programs on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM and many other places folks are reposting our uh, programs too and we thank you so much for doing that. And we also will be giving you our guests' website shortly, so that you can uh, you can begin to keep your transformational process going. We encourage you to do that. We also encourage you, if you are able to do so, to finance this program through PayPal and Patreon. Any amount is welcome, and we will even take energetic support as well. We are we are not picky because we know that uh, the universe will provide whatever is needed at the time it is needed. And uh, I can tell you that I am constantly surprised and grateful and in awe of how the universe does that. Today's program, we are going to focus on, I think, something that obviously we're all dealing with these days, and that is stress, and we're going to be talking about uh, stressless Success, the Surprising Secrets to a Life of Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity. My guest is Janet McKee. Thank you so much for joining us on this program, all the way from the East Coast, Pennsylvania. It's great to have you with us.
1: Thank you, Richard. It's so great to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: This whole aspect I mean, I'm right now, as we are talking, I am. Uh, I'm not feeling real stressed, although I will say that when I I took my blood sugar this morning, as of our conversation, I wasn't pleased, but my wife says, look, you're only into the fourth week since you were diagnosed, you need to relax, you need to calm down, it's okay, it's going to take a while to get it back to normal, Uh, so just enjoy. So I thought, well, shoot, I'm going out to the beach and I'm going to talk to Janet about Other ways, aside from walking along the beach, I think that one's done, uh, (laughs) of of, uh, living a stressless or at least as stress-free as possible uh, as far as where we are in this day and age. And I, I have to tell you that I'm getting a little annoyed with those phrases like, could someone come up with something else instead of the new normal and in these days and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So talk to us about, first of all, um, what, from your experience, your uh, education, your knowledge, what is the dangerous aspect, if you will, or the unhealthy aspect of stress? Obviously, we're going to experience it, but sometimes we get stuck in it, and a lot of people are feeling that way these days. Talk to us about that.
1: Absolutely, Richard. And it's kind of interesting because people just believe that when they're facing a challenge that stress is protecting them in some way, right? We think, oh, we have to really stress out and worry because somehow that's going to help us get through this challenge. But what I discovered is the opposite is true not only from a health and wellness standpoint, but from an entire energy and a creation of your life standpoint. But to answer your question, yes, there are many things that happen when we experience stress from a physiological or biological standpoint. And when you understand this, you will be more inspired to do the very things that we're going to talk about today to make sure you learn how, to diminish your stress, manage it, and open yourself up to solutions, possibilities, and opportunities that are waiting to flow to you when you learn how to shift your stress level and your energy. So first of all, when you experience stress, your body goes into this fight or flight mode. It's like as if you're being attacked by a tiger, right? You either need to fight or run and your body doesn't know the difference between fighting a tiger and dealing with You know, stress in our society today. So, what happens is blood drains from your brain and goes to your extremities, to your feet and your legs and your arms and your hands, because the blood flow needs to be where you want it if you need to fight or run. So, that fight or flight mode drains blood from your brain and it makes it more difficult to think clearly then. So, it's important to think clearly when you're dealing with challenges and things that are causing the stress so that you can get yourself through these situations and come up with solutions. So number one, that fight or flight mode is a disaster because it affects your ability to think clearly. Number two, when you experience stress, it increases inflammation in your body while it suppresses the part of your immune system that helps protect you from health challenges. So the very thing that we're dealing with this pandemic, right? We know we need a really strong immune system. So if you're allowing oh. stress to just overtake you, which you do have control over that, you do have the power over that, then you're just making the situation worse because you're suppressing your immune system. And finally, when we experience stress, it messes up our melatonin, which is our sleep hormone. And you cannot sleep well. You know, when you lay there at night awake because you're worried about something or thinking about something. Well, that's what's happening. And it's so important right now that you do get high quality rest because when you're rested, you're better able to deal with the challenges of the day. You know, when you're exhausted, it's like everything is difficult. But when you're rested, you just feel stronger and you have more clarity and you feel more capable of dealing with the challenges of any day but especially the days that we're facing right now.
0: I've also found it true that the last place or the last period of time in a day that you want to even deal with the stressors those things in your mind because obviously that's where it's taking place. The outside world isn't stressed it's you. You're you're interpreting your perception of the world is stressing you. Exactly. Uh, the, but the worst time I have found is at night. Because in my in our minds, because I've had this experience over and over and over again, in, my, in our minds, in the dark, there are no boundaries. It can go on forever. Mm-hmm. It can seem huge. Absolutely.
1: Yes. And that's, that's a brilliant comment, by the way, because that's heading right to the heart of the situation and the heart of the solution. So where he, we hear all the time from everybody out there, all the experts out there. Oh, you just need to think positively, right? You just need a positive mindset. And then you lay there at night in the dark and all the worry and all the fear and you're like, and then you wrestle, you struggle with those negative thoughts and feelings because you keep hearing you're not supposed to have those. You just need to think positively. Well, that's exactly my discovery, Richard, is that when you try to force a positive thought about something that you are concerned about or upset about, you actually make the situation worse.
0: And this Mm. shocks a
1: lot of people because they're like, what are you talking about? And on top of that, I also explain... Especially in stressful success, is that negative thoughts are actually a positive thing. And people are like, whoa, Janet, what are you saying? The positive thoughts can be harmful, the negative thoughts. It's like, that's not what I've been hearing for decades. It's like, yeah. And that's why you're suffering right now because you're hearing it wrong. People are telling you the wrong thing. So let me just backtrack. Of course, positive thoughts are amazing and something you really want to do when things are going well. Right? You know when you're having a great day, and you're feeling great, and more good things start to happen, and you get on this momentum of positive thoughts and feelings? Absolutely. You want to ride the wave of the positive energy momentum. No question. But when you are facing a challenge, and you try to force a positive thought about that challenge, you make it worse because every thought has two sides of a coin, what you want and what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And the more you try to force positive thoughts around something you are upset about, you're really just putting more of that upset into your energy field, I call it. It's what you're putting out. And everything you give out in the world is what you get back. So let me explain how I discovered this and what we do to resolve it. I you're do reading it
0: all- my questions.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I, knew, Go ahead. I wanted to make sure I explained so, I do a lot of one on one coaching and a lot of on site workshops and off site leadership retreats and so forth. And I was working with a client of mine, and she's the CEO of a $250 million company. And she called me and she said, Janet, I want to work with you. Things are going great in my business. Yes, it's very stressful. But I'm very concerned about this chronic pain I have in my abdomen. And Mm. I'm so afraid that all of the stress and pressure from running my business has caused me to develop a very serious (sighs) illness. So she said, but don't worry, I know all about mind and body connection. And I've read all the books, took all the webinars, all the seminars, all the workshops about positive mindset. And I know, Janet, Because everybody told me that I just need to repeat positive affirmations to myself. So I repeat them to myself before I go to bed at night. Isn't that interesting? That's exactly your example that you gave, Mm -hmm. Richard. And so I said to her, I said, Monica, what are you saying to yourself? She said, Janet, I go to bed at night. And I say to myself, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. (laughs) And that's when I realized... She was forcing a positive thought about something she was fearful about, but she was because she was doing that, she was putting more fear out from her energy. So her energy was fear, even though her thoughts, the words were positive. That's when I discovered the two are not the same thing. What you need to pay attention instead is how you feel. So here's what I said to her, and I'll give you more examples to make this even clearer. I said, okay, wait a minute, Monica. Right now you're on the bottom rung of a ladder. You have these low vibration energy thoughts of fear and worry. They don't feel good, right? Yes, they feel uncomfortable. That's how you know where you are from an energy perspective. If you try to leap to the top rung of a ladder from the bottom rung in one leap, what's going to happen? You're going to fall off the ladder and break your leg or worse. She said, yeah, that's right. And that's what you're trying to do when you try to just force a positive thought. It doesn't feel good to say, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, because you don't believe it. And it's that fear that is actually being emphasized. And Mm. just let me mention, scientific research has proven that everything is energy. And it's actually the energy you give off that creates your life and creates the world around you it's not just your thoughts so I said to her okay let's just take one rung at a time let's climb the ladder one rung we're gonna grab a hold of the rung with solid footing because it feels better you understand Richard mm-hmm. okay, so yes I said to her okay Monica you're a smart woman right yes and your body is telling you that something's out of balance Yes, it is. So that pain that you're feeling is actually your body saying, hey, Monica, I want you to pay attention. Something's not right. We need to start finding solutions. Yes, it is. So actually that pain that you're feeling is a good thing. Yes, it is. Doesn't that Mm -hmm. feel better? Mm -hmm. So we started to climb the ladder one rung at a time. And every time you have a challenge, Monica, your challenges in the past all taught you something. You learned something. You became stronger and wiser. Yes, I have. So, this is a challenge that is going to teach you something about living a healthier life once you uncover. Yes, it is. So, then at the point, right, where you reach for one more rung and you start to feel uncomfortable, then I suggest you get off the ladder. You walk away from the subject that's upsetting you. And you do anything and everything that helps you feel better. For example, prayer, meditation. I love to dance and sing to uplifting music. I love to get outside in Mother Nature, just like you are right now, Richard, walking on the beach. I love to walk my dog or play with my cat or do anything, work in your garden. Just get off the subject that's upsetting you. Walk away from it. And do things that help you to feel better, because what you're doing is you're expanding and uplifting your your energy, your spirits. And when you do that, you get blood flow back to your brain. Then when you're feeling better, you walk back to the ladder, and you continue to climb. Because you're climbing... Mm -hmm. with more clarity, more blood flow to your brain, a better feeling that opens you up to opportunities and solutions to flow to you. When we stress and struggle, we put walls of resistance up, which blocks clear thinking, but it blocks opportunities and solutions from actually coming to you. Ones you may not have ever even thought of. And that is the basis of stressless success. And then the idea of, Richard, that negative thoughts are a positive thing, let me give you another analogy. Is that okay? Absolutely. So imagine you're driving down the highway and you're heading to the life of your dreams. And you're enjoying the scenery and you're listening to music and you begin to daydream, right? And you start veering off the side of the road. And you hit those rumble strips on the side of the road, right? They go boom, 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 boom.
0: Oh, yeah. I've hit too many of them.
1: So they they feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Those rumble strips are protecting you from driving off the cliff right? Ah. They are a good thing. Well, so are your negative thoughts and feelings. It all comes down to feelings, by the way, because feelings create your energy and your energy is what actually creates your life. It's not your thoughts. So imagine you're starting to feel uncomfortable and you just pay attention to, oh, I must be having negative thoughts and feelings that are getting me They're they're, they're causing me to drive off my path to the life that I want. So they're actually a good thing. So it's like, okay, I'm human. Of course, I'm going to have negative thoughts and feelings. People that talk about mind control and you need to control your thoughts. I mean, really, Richard, have you ever been able to control every one of your thoughts every minute Uh, of the
0: day? I'm going to say no. No,
1: nobody has. So give it up, right? That's impossible. And everybody that's out there trying to control all their thoughts, no wonder they're struggling. So give that up. It's okay. You're going to have different thoughts and feelings. That's what makes you human. That's a beautiful thing. So yeah. when you feel uncomfortable, just be aware of it and know, oh, I must be thinking and feeling something that is not the path to the life of my dreams. So it's a rumble ship on the side of the road, letting me know, hey, wait a minute, Richard, you're having a thought that's not in alignment with the life that you want. So what can you do? Just look at it and say, okay, I'm having a thought that feels uncomfortable. What thought could I think instead? Number one, what could I think instead? Okay, it's a challenge. I've learned a lot from my challenges. What is this showing me? What is this teaching me? What good may come of this challenge, right? Okay, but then you start to feel uncomfortable because you're focusing on the challenge. Walk away from that ladder and do anything that feels better. Sing and dance, say a prayer, quiet your mind, walk on the beach, do whatever feels better. Better, mm. and then you're able to be back on your path and driving down the highway to the life of your dreams.
0: When I was first learning about meditation back in the 80s, I was told that you needed to quiet the mind, you need to try to shut it down so that you could focus on the still small voice. But in the last 10 15 years, I have come to the realization and the conclusion that that is actually the last thing you want to do. And I kind of put it this way. What you want to do in meditation is make friends with your mind. Talk to your mind and say, look, um, I need this right now. I'm not trying to ignore you or shut you down or put you off, but I really need to take some time uh to get some guidance find some peace and calm which by the way is what we are promoting this year 2020 the year of perfect vision we're trying to get people to go within so rather than fighting your mind and even with the i've even heard it said just let the thoughts come just let them flow past like leaves blowing in the wind well that's fine too but if you make friends with your mind and say look You are very important to my life. I need you desperately to be able to process logically, to critically think about what's happening in my world. But right now, can I have this time? Please, let me have this time. And then when I'm done, I'll come back and you and I will reunite. And boy, we'll just, we'll go at it like gangbusters.
1: Perfect. So here's what you did. And this is how we're going to boil this down and make it so simple for people. Is by making friends with those thoughts. Doesn't that just feel better? It's less resistance. You're not fighting against thoughts that are going to naturally come into your brain and into it, right, into your mind. You're just like, okay, I accept you. I'm friends with you. I love you. I'm human. Just let them mm-hmm. go. Let them go. Yeah. Let them float by. Let them float by. Because then there's less resistance. So so what does it feel like to fight against those thoughts, wrestle them to the ground versus be friends with them? It feels different. And that's the bottom line. I want everyone that's listening that, and, and I don't mean to sound so arrogant, please, please listen to this. It comes down to how you feel because your feelings create your energy and your energy creates your life. You have no idea the power that you have right in the palm of your hands just by simply focusing throughout the day, every day on how you feel, right? It feels uncomfortable to wrestle your thoughts. It feels more comfortable to be friends with your thoughts. So that's the example of how are you feeling? How are you allowing yourself to feel? Because when you break down those walls of resistance, you diminish the struggle and the stress, you will be shocked by how solutions, possibilities, opportunities just flow to you. People call it serendipity, right? When they wow, I can't believe what are the chances that that would just like land in my lap and happen for me right? Well, that's what that is. It's like an athlete being in the flow, right? When they're in the flow, that's when they score the touchdown. And Mm -hmm. that is when everything happens. But let's look at this now. It's simple. I'm not saying it's always easy, but it just takes awareness and it takes practice. I just mentioned a professional athlete. A professional athlete knows their sport, right? They are excellent at their sport. They are pros, Mm -hmm. but guess what? They practice every day. A musician, they know their instrument, but guess what? They practice every day. This is what I'm saying. You wanna be aware of how your thoughts make you feel, how you feel, that's creating your energy and practice. Practice being aware, number one. And number two, practice these things that climb the ladder a little bit, walk away from the ladder, and do things that help you to feel better, to expand and elevate the way you feel, and watch your life unfold in ways you could have never imagined.
0: Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I have had experiences in my life, and they've been pretty consistent for the last 40, maybe 50 years, and I'm 60 now, where I can honestly say that in the grand scheme of things, in this case, 60 years, (laughs) I find myself in the right place at the right time most of the time. Uh, Yes, I have been through a divorce. Yes, I have had some financial struggles. But guess what? I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still moving. I'm still, um, especially now, I'm walking across the beach here. Uh, Those things didn't kill me. And though I love, uh, to a certain extent, the phrase, (laughs) if uh, if it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. I, I understand that. Um, When COVID hit back in January 2020, once again, the year of perfect vision, and I've been promoting this since last September, okay? Mm -hmm. I have been promoting 2020, the year of perfect vision, since September of 2019, having no idea, not connected with the Chinese, I'm not connected with the Russians or anybody else, (laughs) didn't have any foreknowledge, Uh, when it hit the United States and they decided to shut things down. I actually cheered, I was excited, not because I knew that a lot of people were gonna get sick and a lot of people were gonna die. No, 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 no. My heart goes out to those people and their families. I was jazzed because for the first time in my lifetime, something has hit the United States and we are actually doing something different opposite of einstein's definition of insanity and i said okay we may not like where we come out on this thing but i do know this much it's gonna be different and look at the possibilities the opportunities that are out there that was one of the things that really i I really felt and you can take a look around now it's been six months seven months eight months Nine, ten months. Look at what a lot of people are doing. Number one, they're taking care of their fellow man, woman, and child of Mm -hmm. all ages, races, creeds, etc. There are people who are making things to help. There are people who have started new entrepreneurial ventures. Mm -hmm. Well, this happened in two thousand eight, nine after the big uh, recession, as they call it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to call it the Great Recession, whatever and people who lost their jobs thought, okay, so now what do I do? I hated my other job. See, that was the other thing I thought of back then. I wonder how many of those people hated their jobs. You bet. So here we are, 2020, August, September, October, and my God, the, the, the possibilities have always been there. They've always been endless, but now under this particular challenge, Oh my god you know you've got it you have to think differently and it sounds to me like this has been going on for you as far as the stressless success long before the pandemic
1: oh no it's just fascinating your whole story i, I love that what you just shared because imagine that you know you were writing and speaking about the year 2020 right the year of clear vision and that's brilliant that was because you were in the flow that that all came to be right before the pandemic hit. Richard, my book, Stressless Success, I researched it for a decade and spent a year writing it, got released February 2nd of 2020, right before (laughs) a pandemic hit. Like, you can't plan that. No, 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 no. Synchronicity, amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: I I mean, no, you just absolutely can't. But that's what happens when you are in the flow. And that's Mm -hmm. what you are doing. You could choose to look at everything and say, oh no, this is terrible. I'm gonna focus on all that's wrong and everybody that's getting sick and everything, everybody's losing their jobs, and oh no, this is so fearful. But instead, you took your power back and said, Okay, wait a minute, this could actually be exciting. That we're gonna we I bet every challenge you've been through, your health, which you're facing now, which we're gonna talk about, your your, your divorce, your financial situation, all, I bet every single one of those taught you something that made you stronger, wiser. I mean, look at what you're doing here with this podcast, right? you're helping so many people. Well, I faced it too, so many people look at me and say, well, Janet, you're successful, you don't know what it's like. Oh yeah, I do know what it's like. I hit a wall <laughs> in my, with my health, almost didn't make out of the hospital alive. My husband of 26 years walked out in an hour's notice, left me heartbroken and our family ripped apart and the brink of bankruptcy. So I hit a wall in every area of my life, throughout my life. So I know what it's like to be facing a challenge, but it's because of every single one of those. If it wasn't for my health challenge, I would never be as healthy as I am today, would have never left the corporate world, went to Columbia University to study health and wellness and helped so many people with their health. If it wasn't for my husband walking out leaving in the brink of financial disaster, leaving me depressed and fearful, would I ever have gone out around the world and studied with world masters on success, achievement, abundance, high performance, positivity? But So it's because of our challenges. And now I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my health challenge. I'm grateful for my husband walking out. I'm grateful for facing what I faced because if it wasn't for those, I would never be living the life that I'm living right now and never be helping so many people do the same. So I'm sure, Richard, you could look at every one of your challenges and say, wow, I learned so much from those and they did help me. So when anybody's facing a challenge, which everybody is right now, just take a pause and say, Mm -hmm. I wonder what this is teaching us and showing us what good may come of this, because I always learn from my challenges. And so you're just making that choice. You've made the choice to take your power back and be excited about what's happening. I do the same thing. So let's look at that for one moment. The word challenge to some people is a negative word. Like, oh no, a challenge. I'm so stressed. (laughs) I'm worried. Like, what am I going to do? I've got a challenge. People like you say, Awesome. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to dig in. I cannot wait to see the benefits that come out of this challenge. Notice how the two feel differently. Same word, same word, but either people are going to feel negative about it, or they're going to allow themselves, they're going to take their power back, and they are going to feel positive about it they're going to feel better even if you can't get all the way up to the ladder just slightly better to wow you know we're strong people we're a brilliant country people around the world are amazing look at all the scientists that are researching solutions for this it's incredible it's incredible so yes there is so much good that i am certain is going to come from this by far
0: well, I have to say that there's one element, for example, with this uh, with this particular virus that I've thought about, and I've shared this on, on occasion. Uh, one of them is that based upon what we know today, you know how you have sometimes a choice to move and a choice not to move? Mm-hmm. If, if we could do this, if we really hunkered down and did this, if we could stop moving, I mean... Stop dead in your tracks and stay right where you are for two weeks. It would probably be over. It would oh. probably be over. We wouldn't need a vaccine. That's the vaccine. Stop moving or do the things that you're asked to do. Wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands. I have a great phrase now. It's called wash up, mask up, step back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I had... An experience. You talk about my challenges. I use that word rather than issues or problems uh, because I was working for a station. I was hired through the back door, meaning I'm not a salesman, at least not officially, uh, and, uh, but I was hired into the sales department because he was going to move me into the program director's position because he was going to fire the program director who was working while I have, am being hired Well, the program director and I became good friends when they did let him go and he knew it was coming. He helped me. He didn't have any animosity. And so uh, I went through that situation. And when I went to my next job after that, leaving a very hostile work environment, which is the one I just described, Mm -hmm. um... When I went there, it was like family. They just embraced me. Well, here's the challenge that I faced being embraced in that family. Three, two months after I was hired, they let half the staff go because the ownership, the board decided this station isn't making enough money. We're going to have to sell because we can't wait for another six months. We got to have a return on our investment, blah, 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 blah. I made the cut. I was the last one hired. Usually last one hired first one fired, right? I made the cut. And then a few months later, they did another meeting. I made the cut. But in March of that year, I was let go along with that program director. Mm. And so when uh, I was off work for a couple of months, a couple of weeks, they called me back and said, we would like you to come back under contract and we'd like you to run the station. Oh my. I thought, okay, sure. Why not? Well, the only thing is, is I had never done what they call traffic, which is basically creating the logs with all of the commercials and the promos and the PSAs and making room for the programming and so on and so forth. I had never done that, but I knew what it was but I had never done it on a computer. So I literally had to learn by calling the manufacturer over and over and over again. And I learned it. And I was running that radio station by myself for mm, about two, three months, but I was running it and it was really exciting. It was, it was a lot of fun because I knew I was going to make some, uh, I, I, that, that I was going to uh, uh, have some foibles along the way. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Words are power, right? Yeah. Well, and not to take away from your title, stressless success. But I'm trying to get rid of the two words, success and failure. Because yeah. they, the fact is, when you, for example, the example I use a lot, um, Edison, was asked once uh, how many times he failed before he invented the light bulb. And he says, well, I never failed. I just found 990 ways it didn't work. Exactly. Big difference between success and failure. And isn't that what life is about is it's the learning, not the succeeding or failing. Again, not to take away from your title, (laughs) But you see where I'm, I'm going with oh, this? Uh, no, it's, absolutely.
1: No, I actually talk about fear in stressless success. There's a whole chapter mm-hmm. on getting freedom from fear because what you talk about is people don't step forward out of fear of failure, right? It's their fear that stops them from stepping forward. What if Edison never stepped forward because he was afraid to fail, right? Mm. We would, you know, I'm sure somebody would, but whatever, but he wouldn't <laughs> have invented the light bulb. That's so, right. um. Think of it, but there's never failure because each failure is a challenge in your life, right? It's a situation, but it teaches you something. Mm-hmm. Can, what's the feeling of never trying versus oh. trying and maybe yeah. things didn't work out exactly the way you thought, but guess what? Then you never fail if you keep trying. Just keep trying different things and keep opening yourself up. There, uh, there is a solution to get to that thing that you want to accomplish. But if we do, we, like failure, the fear of failure, that's a negative energy. And so look, look at this too, because I want to explain this because it will further solidify the point of stressless success, which is everything is your energy. I, a lot of people out there, and there's even a book from Susan Jeffers that says, feel the fear and do it anyway. I say, no way. I'm not saying you never step forward if there's something you're a little bit nervous about, but you never take action from a place of negative energy because whatever you give out, you get back. So if you step forward from a place of gripping fear and anxiety, you are going to get a result that reflects that back to you. So what you do then is just Accept that you're a little bit worried, that you're concerned. You need to practice. There's a lot of people that have fear of speaking, public speaking. So instead of just jumping out in front of a thousand people, you should practice, gain a little bit of competence so that you have a little bit more confidence. Just like an eagle, when a baby eagle is born, <laughs> they don't just leap off the branch and start flying. They walk up and down the branch and they flap their wings and they get practice. They gain more confidence before taking action before they leap off the branch mm-hmm. and that's what i want people to do because if you you do want to take action in your life to get results that you want but mm-hmm. learn first i even like your idea of pausing learn mm-hmm. first to just pause and pay attention to your energy do anything and everything to feel better then take action you know if you do that every day just check like how's my energy How's my energy? Okay. What can I do to improve it even slightly? It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm going to improve my energy a little bit before getting into that meeting, before calling that client, before having a conversation with your child or your spouse or something, right? Improve your energy before taking action and you are going to get a brilliant result, even better again than you would ever imagine. So that's that whole idea of fear and failure and all of those Things that are really just ridiculous. Those are just words. Those are just beliefs. And if you could learn to even shift it and say, okay, there is no such thing as failure if I don't quit, if I keep trying and I just expand and elevate the way I mm-hmm. feel as I take action, then solutions are going to come to me with ease instead of stress and struggle.
0: Mm. Janet McKee is my guest, and we're talking about stressless success. You're listening to Tell Me Your Story. New paradigms for a new world. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And uh, maybe sometimes you might hear the same thing over and over and over again. Well, there's a reason for that, and it's because you need to hear it over and over and over again. What about repetition in that regard?
1: Repetition is actually extremely helpful if it's repetition of good energy things, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, right, and and yeah. and that's back to the negative. Okay, so negative thoughts are actually a positive thing. They're those rumble strips on the side of the road, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also, yeah. imagine this now: you have a recurring thought. That feels uncomfortable. And often we have these throughout our lives. We have something that we believe that we've developed this belief about that we're not good enough, we're not lovable, we're not smart enough, we're not whatever. Okay. And these beliefs are just thoughts you've kept thinking, you've repeated to yourself throughout your life. So it's just a thought. It's not the truth, it's a thought. So instead of fighting against it, instead of fighting against negative thoughts, instead of fighting against, limiting old beliefs or these thought patterns, you don't fight against them. You accept them, but instead you develop new thoughts and new feelings and new beliefs. By, it's like planting a seed that you're going to water and nourish and allow it to grow through repetition. Through repetition of what you want Instead of trying to fight against what you don't want, that's how you get that to grow. It's like crowding out, right? You're going to crowd out those negative thoughts and feelings, those old limiting beliefs through repetition. And there's another aspect, by the way, beyond repetition, which is very effective, repetition is, of good things, is the power of visualization. So what's actually happening, Richard, is... When we have limiting thoughts and beliefs, they're part of our brain filter. Throughout our lives, we've been, uh, we've allowed our brain to create a filter that says that I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable enough, whatever. I, I can't get what I want in life or money is hard to get. You have to stress and struggle to get money or success. Money doesn't grow on trees, right? All of these
0: things. Mm -hmm.
1: So what happens is our brain has a filter. It's there for a reason because it's there to protect your brain. If you get too much stimulation, that's really hard for your brain to handle. So your brain will filter out things but this filter is something that's developed throughout your lifetime based on these thoughts that you've repeated to yourself that i'm not good enough right throughout your life your life so your brain now has that as a filter that you're not good enough and your brain is only going to see things that agree with the filter so you're going to keep seeing in your life proof, quote unquote, that you're not good enough, that you're not lovable enough, that you're not smart enough, you're not you know, attractive enough, you're not healthy enough, whatever that is, because you've built a brain filter. Well, so that's why it's, it's confirmation bias, right? Mm-hmm. We keep getting back what we believe. We'll see it around us. We'll see it in the media, anything that keeps confirming our brain filter, our bias. But the way to change that is through visualization. You sit quietly and you imagine in every detail some kind of scenario that you want, right? Whether it's ease and better health, whether it's You know, love in your life, whether it's more money and security and abundance, more joy, more happiness, just create a visualization or remember a time when you felt that way. And you repeat that in your mind and you get every detail. What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it feel like? Right? The whole thing. Mm -hmm. Your brain does not know the difference between what you're visualizing and what's real. So what's going to happen is you're going to begin to change your brain filter and you're going to begin to see reasons in your life to confirm your new filter, which reflects what you just visualized. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You definitely want to get out of the pattern of self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's one of the, that's the, one of the ways to do that. And one of yeah one one of our guests not too long ago, made this interesting comment about beliefs. He said that all beliefs are lies, mm-hmm. because we are basing that perception, if you will, or perspective on incomplete or sometimes literally no factual evidence. And Greg Braden shared with us on a program not long ago when we talked about his book, The Healing Power of Belief, one day we will no longer believe. We will just know. We will know that we know. And that is available to us today if we just go within and listen to the intuition that's, that's been given to us. I I don't know where it came from. Maybe it came from God, the divine, the creator, the universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it, but it's there for all of us.
1: Okay. Let's look at that for just one moment. Please. And I definitely don't, definitely don't want to disagree with these brilliant, brilliant people that you've mentioned, but, um, a belief that you are fabulous and that you're loved and that life is glorious and you have every opportunity, that is not a lie. <laughs> so I disagree with that. So that's what you 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 want to, but let's get out of that. Don't worry about your beliefs. Don't worry. Don't try to struggle with beliefs and wrestle with these beliefs. And because again, it's simpler than that, Richard. It's uh-huh. simpler. It's just about... Getting to a better feeling energy. Do whatever feels better. And mm-hmm. that is what creates your life. And let me just explain. In stressful Success, I write briefly about it. I don't get super scientific. But quantum mechanics is a theory within quantum physics. Scientists have discovered that everything is energy. Everything mm-hmm. at the subatomic level, within the atom of every single thing, is not solid. It's fluid. Right. Our thoughts create feelings and our feelings create an energy that we give off and everything around you is going to reflect back. It's going to shift based on how you feel. So don't try to struggle with limiting beliefs and all of that. And definitely beliefs that feel good. So just pay attention to how those thoughts feel. That's all I want you to do. Pay attention to how they feel. Because if a belief feels really, really good, you want to keep repeating that belief. I mean, that is a good thing. So I disagree that they're all lies because those good beliefs are really, really good (laughs) because they feel great. And again, yes, maybe eventually we won't worry about beliefs and we'll just know, and that's, that's great. But for right now, until we're able to do that, just look at how you feel, be aware of how you feel, do whatever you can right now in this moment, how can you shift the way you feel? Get out of your head. There's an entire section of Stress Success that's titled, get out of your head and get into your energy. It's far easier to do things that feel better than it is to wrestle your thoughts and your beliefs.
0: Well, I, that's one of the reasons why we have so many different people on the program mm-hmm. is because we want to explore the different ideas that are out there and not everybody's going to agree and that's okay, that's perfectly all right. But um, that's why we bring these programs together, giving people choices and knowledge of those choices. And to me, a choice is huge. Um, We always, I don't care what situation that you're in, from my experience, you always have a choice, always.
1: That's your it doesn't power.
0: make any difference. Yeah, that's your power.
1: That's your power um, right there. Yeah. You can choose to focus on everything that's wrong. or You can choose to do something that feels better and allow your, your mind to open up and your energy to expand and allow to focus on all the possibilities that are right there waiting for everyone right outside yeah. their door. Just open up the door and let them in. It's actually simple. It's not always easy. It yeah. takes practice, but it's simple. It's not yeah. complicated. And that's what e- success e- explains. The
0: mm-hmm. one example I often use of uh, that reality is uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, he was imprisoned for 25 years, and he even talked about this. He could have chosen to continue down the way he was going that got him into prison or he could turn a different direction and well of course he did and became the president of that country and not that (laughs) necessarily that that will happen to us but hey you never know um and that's that's part of the excitement of this world and where we live and uh janet this has been an extraordinary conversation as i have uh completed my circuit a long circuit i think I'm exhausted (laughs) but not not from the inner not from the interview but from from the walking but it's a good exhaustion because now I'm gonna be able to take many of the ideas that you have spoken about and uh, put them into practice and I hope that other people will do the same uh, because uh, that is uh, something that we're trying to encourage people to do is is again find those new ways of living and the only way you're going to do that is to make some new choices and you've given us great ideas uh which has been great i mean it's been fantastic to uh to to have these kinds of things i I have a quote from
1: nelson mandela in my chapter called steps to regain your personal power the power of imagination created the illusion that my vision went much farther than the naked eye could actually see. That's the power of visualization that Nelson Mandela was talking about, which I explained in our talk today. But Richard, thank you so much. I want you to know because of everything that's happened, it's happening in the world. I am giving the book away for free, a paperback copy for free. If people visit stresslesssuccess.com, they can get an immediate three-day Banish Burnout download, first of all, to get results immediately, but also we're giving away paperback copies. You have the option, if you would like to request one, that we personally send to you for free. You just have to pay shipping and handling. And of course, JanetMcKee.com would be the place to visit to learn more about what I do and the the things that I share. I'm dedicating my life to helping others achieve success without stress. And so I appreciate the opportunity to share these ideas today with you, Richard.
0: I have three final questions that I'd like to ask you. You've probably answered them to some degree during the interview, but I'd like to ask them directly. Uh, But I want to remind our listeners that uh, we are here Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at richarddugan.com, podcasts at SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and many other locations. If you'd like to support the work we're doing, we encourage you to uh, do that through PayPal and Patreon. And as I said, we'll take energetic support as well. We encourage you to go to stresslesssuccess.com, Janet McKee's website, and we hope that you will get your free copy of the book and read it and follow through and also participate in your own way in 2020, the year of perfect vision. Spend that time going within Number one, maybe getting to know who you really are and finding your life's purpose if you haven't already found it. Listening to that still small voice, getting the guidance, the inspiration, and all of the good things that come from going within. Before uh, we go, we ask three final questions. And the first of those three is, who is Janet McKee? I
1: empower people to live a happier, healthier, more successful life with ease and without stress. I'm a speaker, best-selling author, high-performance consultant, and CEO of Sauna View. Sauna View is our organization that inspires people to embrace a better life.
0: Wow, we'll have to have you back to talk about that. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now?
1: my mission in my life is to help everyone in the world recognize that they are loved that they're beautiful and that they're powerful and that they have the ability to create the life of their dreams
0: and finally what is your life's purpose
1: Actually, my purpose is along the lines of the mission that I just mentioned, but is to help everyone know that they are healthy and beautiful because that has an impact also on Mother Nature. Because when we make choices to live that more natural, healthy, beautiful life, it also affects mother nature, which comes back and affects us. So my purpose in life is to help everyone live that better life because it helps mother nature and mother nature turns around and helps us. So the power of mother nature and mother earth is actually behind my purpose.
0: Janet McKee, again, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. It's been a pleasure, and I hope that we do get to get together again and talk about this other program, this other uh, uh, offshoot that you have. What was the name of that again?
1: My company?
0: Yes, your company.
1: Sauna View. Sauna is Latin for health and wellness. So we provide a view into how to live a healthier, happier, more successful life. I also have Sauna View Farms as an offshoot of Sauna View, which is a 52 acre organic farm in the mountains of Pennsylvania, the Laurel Mountains. And we also (laughs) do farm to table dinners, we do rejuvenation retreats, and we do so many things at our farm. And we would hope the people come and visit us someday, but we're going to do more things virtually as well. Richard, let me just mention. I have a lot of experience with people dealing with type two diabetes by the way. My own father at 75 was diagnosed with diabetes. He used to laugh at me about eating healthy. Within 60 days, we got him off his insulin. And just let me say walking, A brisk walk, 30 minutes, five times a week has been proven to lower C-reactive protein in people that have diabetes. And that is a measure of inflammation. But you can, I just want you to know, that is something that is completely resolvable. Not all the medical doctors are in agreement with that, but Mm I've actually worked with a series of medical doctors on a national basis that have proven there is so much that can be done, by the way. You're too young. You're too vibrant to be dealing with a health challenge.
0: (laughs) Well, my boss lost 90 pounds. Before he lost that 90 pounds, he had been diagnosed with a heart condition, diabetes, type 2, and high blood pressure. Lost those 90 pounds. All three went away. So I am in absolute agreement that it can be put back into remission and I plan on doing that in the net before the end of the year. Excellent. Again, I thank you so much. I look forward thank to talking you. with you again soon. We will schedule another interview to talk about uh, your, your other ventures and I love the garden. We're actually in the process of uh, building a greenhouse in our backyard and beginning uh, to uh, start growing a lot of our own fruits and vegetables and really exciting, Awesome. Yeah. I want to thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. And as I said before, we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast podcast, love, talal.